0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Weekend Variety Show for Saturday, December the 4th. Hello, my friends. Hope we are doing very, very well. And on today's show, I want to tell you about the games that I'm going to be playing. Now, if you listen to the TGO After Show, this is going to sound very familiar. I apologize. But I wanted to tell everybody about the fact that I am going to be attempting to binge play some video games in December, Uh, All of these games have come out in 2021 because we're going to be doing a game of the year discussion probably early in in 2022, and I want to have been able to say that I've played a lot of games that came out this year, and thus far I have not. It's pretty interesting for me because I don't normally binge play games, I would say. I'm a, a rather slow gamer. I will move on from a game pretty fast, I will say that, but the amount of time it actually takes me to get to that point is quite long because I'll go days at a time without playing. So I thought I would share with you the list of games that I have already played that came out this year, as well as the list of games that I plan on playing, uh, maybe not to completion, but at least attempting to, to play in the next few weeks. So what have I already played that came out this year? Well, it turns out that there's just a few of them. Earlier this year, I played Valheim, the very popular survival game that a lot of people really loved, Viking themed. That was very good. Of course, that's an Early Access still, so I don't know if that's going to count for Game of the Year. I played an interactive story called Last Stop. This game was a lot like the, you know, Telltale Adventure games. It was very good. I also played the indie game Loop Hero, and I'm still currently playing it. Of course, you heard me talk all about Super Auto Pets, which came out this year. And, uh, of course, that's not going to be on a lot of people's Game of the Year lists because it's not very popular, but it is very good. And then most recently, Forza Horizon 5 and Halo Infinite. So just a few games, right? However, I've now put a lot of games into the backlog that I'm just going to try and knock out one after another. I'll start with two of them here, which I've actually booted up and started playing. I'll probably tell you about them next week if I am able to get through them. Uh, The first one is called Sable. You'll recall I played a a song for you from that game, I think last week or the week before. Uh, It's an open world adventure game. Reminds me a lot of uh, Journey and Breath of the Wild. And then the other game is Inscription, which is a roguelike deck builder, but has a lot of very creepy stuff, a lot of meta game stuff, a lot of people talking about Inscription right now. And so I started with those, I'm playing those right now, they're very, very good. I'm excited to talk more about them. But there's a few more games waiting in the wings. So Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty high up there. My friend actually just purchased this, and I have his Steam library through uh, Family Sharing so I'm going to be playing that soon. There is an indie adventure game called The Forgotten City, it takes place in ancient Rome. I've heard so many good things about this game, so uh, it's available on Game Pass, I'm going to be playing that. And then the other game I know I'm playing for sure is Death's Door, which is an action RPG, very reminiscent of like Zelda. I've also heard lots of great things about this game. And so already I look at this list and I'm a little bit intimidated because, you know, that's normally the amount of games that I finish within a couple of months or half a year, you know, let alone a few weeks. So I'm going to do my absolute best here, and that might be as far as I get. However, assuming I do get through all of those games, then there is a a further list available to me, in like a, a middle tier, if you will, and that's Little Nightmares 2, which is a horror platformer. I absolutely loved the first Little Nightmares, and when I heard the second one was coming out, I really wanted to play it, never got around to it, so this is a great excuse to do so. There's also an indie adventure game called a Genesis Noir. Super unique style. It's like a, I don't even know how to describe it. They call it a noir adventure. Absolutely breathtaking art style and soundtrack. If you saw the trailer, it was really something else. And then I guess the other game I can throw into this section is It Takes Two, the co-op game. This would actually be at the top of the list. It's just going to depend on whether or not Shelby and I can get around to playing it. But if I don't get to it at the end of this year, then I I certainly will next year at some point. Okay, and then finally, there's three games kind of at the bottom of the list, where I don't really intend to play them this year, but I've considered it. Uh, One of them is Psychonauts 2, and I actually loved the first Psychonauts. I, I think I'm just not really in the mood for a 3D platformer. I would rather play all of these other games first. There's also Deathloop, and the reason why that's at the bottom is because it's a very long game. And I don't really feel like paying full AAA price for it. If it was on Game Pass, then maybe I would play it, but it's just not high on the priority. And then the last one is Life is Strange True Colors, which I would absolutely love to play, but I still haven't played Life is Strange 2. And I know you don't have to play Life is Strange 2 in order to play True Colors, but if I'm going to play both of them anyway, then I may as well do it in chronological order. So, you know, I'm not too fussed about it. Like I said, I have lots of other games to worry about at this point. But if I had all the time in the universe, or if I started this binge earlier, maybe I would have gotten to those games. Anyway, folks, that's me. I hope you'll tune in to our Game of the Year discussion, probably on the YouTube channel, it'll go. Early access for patrons, and obviously I'll have something thrown up on this show as well. That's all for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Back with the news on Monday, and until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show, hello and welcome. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I spent today, well, i spent the past couple of days playing Sable, and I even started playing it on my laptop upstairs in the living room. And it was quite nice playing a a game at 60 frames per second on a screen that wasn't my gaming PC. Unfortunately, with Sable, um, I keep running into uh, glitches and technical issues. This is an open-world exploration game where you go on a scooter, or like a hover bike, I guess is a better word, and so many times my hover bike just like disappears. I was like, okay, you have to you have to fast travel every time that happens to get it back. And then for one reason or another, it would just stop accepting my inputs through the controller, through the through the mouse and keyboard, everything. It just wouldn't work. I was still in game. The NPCs were moving around. The only thing that would work was the pause button. It was like only a single button would work. I don't know why that would be the case. So anyway, I don't know if I'm going to be able to continue just because of the technical issues. I had some of it on the PC, but it was especially egregious on the laptop, so we'll see how it goes. I do want to finish it, at least. I want to see all the different areas of the map and then give it the, the end that it deserves. Don't want to abandon it. However, also what I did today was I played four hours straight of Inscription. Oh my god, what a good game. I mean, I already knew it was a good game. I played the demo, but it's it's one of those games, and this, this is how it works for me with deck builders, and, and roguelikes, I guess, new ones that are good. It just sucks you right in. As soon as you make a mistake or you screw up and you have to start the run over again, I go, ah, start new run. And I keep playing. And this is also one of those games that is, well, I can't really say anything for fear of spoilers, but I guess I'll just say it's it's one of those games that the, does not entirely appear to be what it, what it seems. Maybe I can do a spoiler show about it one day, but it's a very good game, very good game. I've also been playing a lot of Loop Hero. So the first time I played Loop Hero, I was like, okay, I get I get it, I guess. Like, I get why people are addicted to it. It's just not for me. And then with this whole 2021 thing, I wanted a game that I could play while listening to podcasts, as usual. And I thought, man, Loop Hero came out this year, and I kind of didn't really give it a fair shake. Let's try it again. And I picked it up, and now I'm like, I get it. I'm, I, I'm bought into that game. How many hours do I have on it? Nearly 10. That's pretty good. So I think that's also a game where I'm going to try and get kind of everything unlocked. I don't know if it has a strict ending. I've never really looked that up. There might be. I could see how there would be. Especially because I don't know how much replayability you're able to get out of Loop Hero. I think the whole point is that you are making kind of steady progression in order to unlock things. And then after you've unlocked it, you know, what do you do from there? It's not like a tower defense game. Oh, okay. Well, actually... I guess it could actually, I said that, but it actually is kind of more like a tower defense game than a roguelike, because in a tower defense game, you have a beginning, a strict beginning and end of a level, which is getting increasingly harder and harder. And then at the end of you, you know, succeeding your challenge in the tower defense, they go, hey, do you want to keep playing? Do you want to go endless and see how far you can go? And that's kind of what Loop Hero is. You just keep going around and around and around until you can't survive any longer, or until you want to retreat and save all your resources. Even though it kind of presents itself as a roguelike, it isn't really. It is more like a tower defense game. Anyway, that one's fun. And uh, yeah, did I mention that I finished A Elantris, by the way? I finished the first book from Sanderson. It's quite good. Maybe I'll talk about it in the future. I have to think about the next book I want to read, because I'm probably going to start it in January, or maybe like over the Christmas break, as opposed to, uh, right now when i want to when i have all these games i want to play okay i'm done for now thanks folks talk to more